0: Good morning, ladies. Happy Monday. I am so prayerful that this live is coming through to you clear for the first time in a month that um, you have no idea. We haven't posted a podcast in three weeks because this has been just insane. Um, What I've been dealing with with my internet, and I won't name names, but it's been a bit of a... uh, it's been a bit of a thing. And thank you guys for hanging in there with me and, and dealing with me through it. We've got an awesome live today. We're talking about excuses over faith um, and how in, in our walks, we have excuses, but we have experiences and we have examples throughout the Bible of people using excuses against God. And what happens? when that happens so what happens when we use excuses against God to better ourselves to better our lives to better our walk with him to trust him more and we're going to look at that in depth good morning Gracie with our health and our fitness walks today before we do that as always let me know if there's any prayer request and Gracie you let me know if you can see me or if I'm glitching out over here. Let me know if there's any prayer requests that you have spoken or unspoken. If they're unspoken, as always, just drop an emoji and we will know to pray for you. This group is here to support you and lift you and guide you and encourage you, but we don't get what we don't seek out. We are asked to seek the Lord, right? Gracie can see me. Good morning, Hall. We are asked to seek and we will find That goes for God, that goes for help in spiritual ways. Sometimes we need to open our eyes to the communities that we are in and say, I'm going to step out of my comfort zone and I need prayer and I'm going to ask for it here. So absolutely, we're praying, unspoken prayer requests for um, Gracie, praying for Heather Hall's family. Absolutely. Absolutely. We have prayers for, um, our family as well. Um, we're in, in a little middle season right now, sort of leaning on faith, um, really leaning on the, into the unknown. Um, so there's a lot going on with us too. And sometimes on social media,s on social media, it's like, what's Facebook's sometimes on social media, you see all the good and And what's going on, but um, we're in one of those seasons too. So just because what people post on social media is, oh, great, you know, glory things, life isn't isn't like that. We know that. Um, So we're going through some things too. There's a lot of potential moving pieces and things, unfortunately, I can't speak too much about, but if you can um, pray for that, that would be great. That God's will would be done and that doors would be opened um, and that clarity would be given. That would be great. Um, And then today we're going to break down excuses. So Father God, I just come to you today first off, and thank you for all of the women that are listening under my voice, whether on the podcast um, and they're listening later or they're listening live right now, Father, I didn't plan this live. Um, I was so upset with our internet and I dug in deep today and said, Lord, I'm, i I don't want to do this. And you spoke the word excuses into me. Um, so I am fully more than ever reliant on you to be speaking through me today. Um, because these are your words, not mine father, help them fall on fertile ground, um, fertile, ready to hear hearts and ears, um, so that lives can be transformed father, so that we grow closer to you, help all of the unspoken prayer requests that are being asked help heal families bring peace father we know that this world is full of catastrophe and sin um regret and shame and lord we just anxiously await your return when you will return things to how they're supposed to be but on this side of heaven help give us the strength the endurance the power, the fruits of the spirit to continue moving forward and your will to conquer what comes against us, to stand firm in your word and to stand strong together. We love you. We praise you. We honor you in Jesus name. Amen. So I just told you, um, I didn't want to go live today. And you're like, how are you live? What are you doing? There's, um, There were a lot of setbacks this month, every time I went live on zoom or had a call with someone now I speak to on average between 50 to 100 women a a week. Um, And this is on meetings like this so when it's not working, and I can't perform my job and I have to be going to Starbucks for meetings and if you talked to me last week, and I was in a weird place you are like where even is she. is because my internet was so bad at home and this was my third week now of dealing with that. So you know, let's go on the low side, 150 calls that I had to be taking from all these weird places and weird locations and weird times I had to move things around. And I was frustrated and I was fed up with my internet, right? But how often do we have setbacks like that in our health or our faith? or our walks with Christ or with, with going, am I going to love again? Am I going to be kind again? Cause I keep getting burnt. I keep getting hurt. I lose the weight and it keeps coming back. I'm nice to them and they're mean to me. I'm doing everything I can in my power to make this work. And it's not working. Now for me, it's been three weeks for you. It may have been three years. 30 years, decades of heartache and heartbreak and just disappointment after disappointment. And eventually you go, you know what? I'm done. I'm done. And if I said, and I posted on here today, right? Like ladies, I'm not going live today. It's not because, good morning, Christy. It's not because I'm on vacation or I don't feel well, it's because for three weeks I've been trying to go live and I can't and I'm frustrated and I'm done. You would all go, I get it, it's fine. Don't worry about it. But when we do that with our health and our faith, I've lost the weight and then I gain it back. I starve myself and then I binge. I work out super intense, and then I stop. I put my faith in God before, and I got burned. I put my trust in people before, and they hurt me. And we get so aggravated that we just quit and don't do it anymore. The world tells us, of course, right? Yeah, I understand. I get why she wouldn't wanna come live today. That's super frustrating. I get why you wouldn't want to try getting healthier again. That's super frustrating. I wouldn't either. She's tried all the fad diets. She's tried uh, everything. She loses weight. She gains it back. She eats healthy. She gains weight. She tries to be patient with her kids. Nothing happens. The world tells us it's okay. I get it. But what does the Lord tell us? And And I'm telling you, Christy and Heather are both Coaches on my team, you can ask them. I text them. I said, This is either going to be words straight from God or it's not going to be a good life at all. And when I stopped and I said, You know what, I need to do is I need to pray. Because the first thing that I put off this morning when I woke up frustrated, like, Is my equipment going to work today? Is my internet going to work today? is I don't have time to, to pray. I don't have time to do something for myself. I don't have time to be filled. Do we not do that each and every time something gets stressful, we go, you know what? Me, I get cut off. I need to provide for others. I need to do for others. It took me three seconds to hear this word from God. Three seconds of me going, you know what? I'm going to be two minutes late to this lab. I'm not going to hop right on at 10 a.m. Eastern time. I am going to be on a little bit later um, because I, I need this time. I prayed and God opened up and he was like, excuses, Heather. And I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. and he spoke right to me. So if this isn't, isn't for you today, it's because God gave me this word and was like, are, what are we gonna do with them? Are you going to allow the excuses to control your actions? Or are you going to better yourself today? Are you going to push through? There's no part of your health or faith journey that's not going to be hit with excuses or temptations or reasons you shouldn't. So if you are just starting out on your health journey, you're going to notice these a lot, right? Things are going to be brought up. You're going to look in your pantry and go, Oh, there's a lot of temptation in there. There's a lot of things that people would go. Yeah, that's that's fine. I get it. I understand it. I don't feel like working out today. I need this for one second and then you can have it. I don't feel like working out today. I've worked out before. I always gain weight or get big bulky muscles. I don't feel like it. Okay. I don't want to eat healthy today. Every time I do, I end up at 8 p.m. being starving. So I'm not going to do it. Okay. I'm super stressed out. I don't have time for prayer. I don't have time for this. Okay. I don't have time for self-care. I'm running around with the kids. Okay. How many okays are we going to allow ourselves before we see that the excuse is actually our setback? (laughs) Bless you. (laughs) That the excuse is actually hurting us. That the excuse is from the enemy, right? And we're just going, yeah, And buying into the enemy, just dropping one seed of doubt in our mind to go, oh, you can't do it, morning, Jenny. And we go, you're right, I can't. And we buy right into the excuse. How easy are we making it for the enemy? I will call you when I'm ready, okay? How easy are we making it for him? I want to challenge us. This is not an easy walk. Not with Christ, not with your health or fitness, not with viewing this as long term, not just a, I want to get healthy right now for summer because oops, I've put off the last 20 years and I have a vacation this summer and I really want to be healthy for it. No, it's for more than a vacation. It's for more than an event. It's for more than, it's for your life. God is bigger than your excuses. And this is, um, this hit me really hard. God gets angry when you define yourself by your limitations. Don't you think he already knows? If you could do it yourself, what need would we have for God? The enemy wants you to think that you can do it yourself, that you should do it yourself, that you don't need a coach, that you don't need support, that you don't need God at all. Because is that not what he thought that got him kicked out? He thought he was greater than new, more than new all. And then he fell from heaven. When you define yourself by your limitations, you are living by what the enemy is speaking towards you. God goes, I know that you're fighting a mountain right now. You're not supposed to fight it alone. That's what I'm here for, but you cut out prayer this morning because you had to rush into your worldly obligations, and now I can't, I'm not speaking to you. I'm here with my flags raised, like, hey, pray, I'm here, talk to me, knock, and the door will be opened, but we're we're just walking right past it, going, no, I can't knock. I'm too busy today. I don't need you, God. I don't need... I don't need to hear a positive word. I know what they're going to say. I just need to keep pushing forward. God already knows your limitations and he gave you them so that you would rely on him. Not so that you would tear yourself down more. I have no self-discipline. Okay, when's the last time you prayed for that discipline and said, God, I need to grow in this. We say as moms, like, I need to pray for patience. I need more patience. And then those things were scared to pray for patience, right? Because that means we're going to be tested. We need to pray for our limitations too. We need to pray for our temptations too. We will not get the spirit of the fruit of self-control without being put in situations that we have to practice self-control. We will not grow with our health and our muscles if we do not work them and test them and push them, right? He wants to do something through your limitations that you cannot do yourself. And are we going to listen to the enemy and say, you know what, my excuse is enemy, you're right. I'm not strong enough, so uh, why would I come and do this? you know what enemy, my internet wasn't working. Why would I come live today? Why would I? Because there's a word that I'm going to speak today that is going to transform someone's life because God is speaking it to me. I am not speaking anything that I come here and talk about. I pray before, even if it is just for three seconds and three minutes and God goes here, these are the words that you're going to speak. There are times that I stop. These podcasts, and I have to listen to it again and go, What even did I say? I don't even know. Someone emails me or messages me and says, Thank you. And I'm like, Don't thank me, thank him. There is no worldly coach that will give you motivation to keep pushing forward. There is no worldly coach, trainer, nutritionist, doctor that is going to give you. The accountability that God can, the motivation that Christ can, the determination that God can. And that's speaking to me. I don't want you signing up with me as your coach, going, Hey, I need a coach because I need motivation. I need this. I need that. No, we need God. And I can use the talents that I have that God has given me to go, Hey, Let's look back at scripture and see what it says we should do. Let's look back at scripture and see what this says. Is this truth or is that this a lie? Because guess what the enemy does? And Missy said this perfectly, that manipulation, he's known it from the beginning. Did God really say? Did God really say, Eve, that you couldn't eat this? tree? Didn't he say you could eat from any tree? And he did say that you can eat from any tree except. So the enemy actually isn't lying either. He's warping the truth and leaving something out. He's saying, didn't God say you can do all things? Yes, he did say, I can do all things. He leaves out the second part through him who believes, through Christ we do all things, not through our own power, not through our own strength, not through a fellow man, not through a fellow person on this world. We can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Didn't God say you can do everything? Eve, didn't God say you could have any apple? Yeah, he did. Then why not have this one? Well, he said no he did also say you could have any and we go oh my gosh the enemy is using scripture against us the enemy is using scripture against us to go did he say yeah he did say that I can do all. I can do I can do all things and then when we start our workout journey we start eating healthy we start doing all these things for other people we take on priorities that were never ours to take on in the first place we do all these different things for everybody else we go oh, I'm tired i'm exhausted when's the last time i prayed i don't know i got to keep moving forward i could have easily done that today before this live and i want to be real with you because it might not be being live right you're not going live probably recording a podcast But you are struggling with, you are struggling with your workouts. You are struggling with nutrition. You are struggling with finding out where to start. So Missy, you can't share from this group. I will post the um, podcast link tomorrow once I download and edit it. Um, And you can share it from my personal page tomorrow. Or you can just have anyone look up the podcast um, by searching Fit and Faithful Moms. You are struggling with something. You are struggling with family matters that you think you should be able to fix. You should be able to correct. You want your will to be done over something. You want your things to be done. And we get that scripture messed up. You can do, I can do all things. Right? And it's like, no, I can do all things through Christ, through Christ, through Christ. When's the last time you prayed over your health? I asked that to almost everybody I talked to. When's the last time you prayed about you, you stepping into breaking generational chains of dysfunction, of health issues, of health disease, of concerns of cancer. When's the last time you prayed to break that chain? Oh, I haven't. I just figured it's health. What's God involve him in everything we do. Stop making the excuse that you are not going to involve God in your health, fitness, nutrition, wellness, whatever journey. Involve God in what you do. Three minutes. He gave me this. Three minutes. I'm not asking you to spend 30 hours studying the Bible. I write and I put a new scripture up every single morning. It's right here above my workstation. One scripture. I can look at every single day and it means something at each different moment of that day. In the morning, it means one thing. In the afternoon, it means something else because we're constantly changing and moving. Stop using the excuse of I'm cutting myself off so I can serve others. We cannot be cut from the vine. We cannot be cut from the flow. Stop sacrificing. I know that self-care is like this uh, taboo thing. In Christianity, self-care is, I don't know what is driving by my house right now, but it sounds like a helicopter is landing. Oh, self-care is a a horrible thing. And you can have, you know, your own views on self-care. If you're not taking care of yourself, your spirit, your mind, your body, your prayer time. Oh, it is a helicopter. It's kind of freaking me out. Your and my kids are going to run down being like, is that a helicopter? You're all of these things. If you're not connected to the vine, how are we then spreading the good news of Jesus to others when we're disconnected? We're not. We're spreading ourselves too thin. And then we get burned out and we burn it on both ends. We're spreading ourselves too thin. I know. I heard. Why was it so close and I so don't know. Low? told you. I don't know. So if I'm not connected, then I'm not being the light for others. I'm being a Heather. I'm doing what I can do under my power, but I'm not being the full light of Jesus because I'm cutting myself off. Three minutes can be enough. I don't need you spending hours at the spa rejuvenating away from your kids and your husband and focusing on whatever you want. I need you saying, this is imperative. Me, my body, this shell is a sacrifice that Jesus died to give me and I should honor it. If I'm faithful with three minutes, he will give me more. If I'm faithful with 30 minutes, he will give me more. If I'm faithful with what he has done and I honor it, he will give me more. So let's look at some scriptures of excuses because we're full of them for working out and eating, right, right? I just didn't have the time to food prep. I didn't have the time this weekend. I just have no self-control. I just didn't feel like it. I just didn't want to. People have been coming to God with excuses since Genesis. You are not, just like when your kids come to you and tell you something and you know they're lying, right? Right. And you're like, did you think I was born yesterday? Do you think I didn't pull this same stuff? Did you think I didn't do this? Did you think I don't know? My kids, I know when they're lying. I can see it. They might not even change their tone. I just know it. The way you know your kids, God knows you a million times better. He knows your innermost, deepest, darkest secrets. He knows. He knows. So you think you lying and you do it the best is going to throw him off? No, he knows exactly what you're talking about. It started before Moses. It started with Adam and Eve, right back to Genesis. God goes, where have you been? What are you talking about, God? Uh, We haven't been anywhere. We've been right here. We're just fully covered now and uh, nothing's wrong. No, no, nothing's wrong. I just can't look at him um right now because his leaf fell down because you're covered in shame you're covered in in sin what happened to you he already knows what happened he already knows what you did but he's asking to see if you're going to be upfront and honest when you start your health journey you go well i tried my best did did you did did you Missy, <laughs> yes, you're also a person like god loves God loves you. God loves you. He loves you enough that he will make you lay. And I preach this in my course all the time. He will make you stop. You might think a sickness is from the enemy. It could be from God being like, girl, you need to lay down for a minute. You need to stop because what you thought was normal, you running around doing everything for everyone all the time, without a second, you're just, yes, yes, lady. Yes, 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 yes. And you become way down here. I'm gonna make you stop. I'm gonna make you pause for a minute. My ACL surgery, I was like, oh, this is the worst because I had to stop. But guess what I realized? What I was running on before then was not sustainable for a long time. And I keep getting asked because I make programs for all of my clients. And when's your next one coming? When's your next one coming? When's our next one coming? And it's like, I can't just say yes to everyone all the time. I can't say yes to this company, to making a workout program. I can't say yes to my clients to make workout programs. I can't say yes to myself to try and make a workout pro- I can't do everything. I have to stop. And it took me stopping and being forced to not move. I don't know if anyone's had knee surgery or any type of hip surgery, anything like that, and had to do rehab. It makes you stop. It makes you stop. So what you think might be from the enemy may actually be from God causing you to go, are my priorities right Am I aligned with God's word or not? So let's look at excuses. Because all excuses stem from us us not trusting God. With your exercise, with your fitness, has nothing to do with you or your willpower or anything. It comes from, am I going to honor God? Am I going to honor God? Luke 14, 18 through 20. But they all alike began to make excuses. The first said to him, I have bought a field and I must go out to see it. Please have me excused. Another said, I have bought five yoke oxen and I can go examine them. Please have me be excused. Another said, I have married a wife and therefore I cannot come. We are born with excuses when we live in this world that is full of sin. We are full of excuses, Moses, just like Misty said, he was asked to speak to the tribe of Israel who had just left Egypt crossing into the Red Sea. If God came and spoke to him go and went, Missy, I'm gonna need you to um, lead the people of America out of America, out of slavery, out of bondage and into this promised land, I just need you to say yes. We so easily think, yeah, absolutely God, 100% on board. I'm gonna do that, right? No, we say that when we look hindsight 2020 with Moses, oh, I would have done that in heartbeat. Absolutely, absolutely. But we don't even do that with our nutrition. We don't even do that with our movement. We don't even do that with prayer time for us. We don't even do that with quiet time for ourselves. How are we supposed to lead a nation when I can't lead my own body? How am I supposed to lead my family when I can't lead myself? How am I supposed to lead others when I'm not leading myself? It stems from an unbelief. It stems from not trusting, not growing your faith, from being comfortable, and going, God, I just want to stay here. When has God ever been like, you know what? Don't move, stay here forever. This is where you're going. Even when they got, when Moses got into the promised land, everyone's divided up. Everyone had to keep moving and keep working and keep going. No, no, we have to keep going. We have to keep moving. What excuses are you making about your nutrition right now that we can learn from Moses? I'm not eloquent to speak, neither in the past, nor have you first spoken to me. This is in Exodus 4, 10 through 14. This whole line of excuses from Moses. Whole line of excuses. Oh, you want me to food prep? Oh, I've tried that. It's not good. It never turns out right. My family doesn't eat it. No one likes the food I choose. I never end up eating what I make. It hasn't worked in the past and it hasn't worked up until this point. So what makes you think, Heather, that you can change me now? Oh, I don't think I can change you. But I know when you're led by someone who is working under God as their master, not under the world, not under a keto, not under a diet, not under an MLM, not under a supplement, That you can be guided in the right way to start transforming this to transform this. To start transforming this to transform what you eat, how you speak, how you talk, how you move, how you treat others. When you start leading yourself that way, that's when change happens. Moses begged for someone else to be sent. Adam and Eve felt to shame. Others said, please, like, don't, don't, don't do this. Not me, not now. How are you gonna pick me? I'm David, I'm the youngest one. You've made a mistake, surely. From the very beginning, the Lord said to the woman, what is this that you have done? And the devil said, The serpent deceived me and I ate. And we cast our excuses for our actions onto someone else, something else, our situation, our enemy, our inability to have that fruit of self control. Oh, it wasn't because of me, though, Lord. It was because of them. Oh, I didn't have time to pray today because I'm so busy. I didn't have time to work out today because I let a, a, my schedule control me not the other way around. Oh, I didn't make time to take care of myself today because I've been doing X, Y, or Z or this, that, and the other thing. How many times are we making excuses for our excuse, for our place where we fall back? Lord, I'm not strong enough, but I'm strong through you. I'm strong through you i'm strong through you i'm not strong enough when we start to say i'm not strong enough but i am strong my weaknesses make me stronger because you get involved so how can we say you know what i was weak before i couldn't do it before but i haven't been doing it with you lord i haven't been doing it with you and then when we go oh i'm not good enough um, because she brought cake. I'm not strong enough because she brought cake in here. I'm not strong enough because when I went to the family cookout, there was so much food, I just couldn't say no. It's not my fault. It's the food's fault. It's the cookout's fault. Oh, I am not strong enough Um, because my husband brought home cookies for the family and I ate them all. It's his fault. He shouldn't have brought home cookies. Oh, I'm not strong enough so now we're 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 being mean to God. We're speaking down to him. Oh, I'm not good enough. He made you, so you're good enough. He developed you. He knew what you were before you were born. He knew you would be right here, right now, listening to listening to this. 55 years ago, 75 years ago, a thousand years from ago, uh, he knew that you would be listening right now. You're good enough. Because when God made man, he said, it is good. And that didn't include, say, just Adam. That was mankind. That included you. You are good. So you saying you're not good is speaking down against the creation that God had made. You are good. So first off, don't go, I'm not good enough. God knows that. Or we wouldn't have a need for him. But you are good. We serve a good, good father. And then we try to lie to him and push off. Oh, my kids come to me and do this all the time. Do yours? Oh, I fell uh, yesterday. It was my kid, my son. I fell um, running. Uh, no, going into the pool. I slipped and fell. Okay, were you walking? I, sh- I was not running, mom. I promise I was not running. How did you slip while walking? It wasn't a full run, okay? Mary told me to cannonball in or whatever. And then I, I couldn't just cannonball with a walk. So I did like a, and you know, we look at them like this. So you did something you weren't supposed to. You fell, you got caught and now you're going to blame somebody else. I'm not good enough, God. I'm not strong enough. You picked the wrong person. Don't talk to me anymore, God. This is a no from me. It's a no. It's a no from me, God. If you keep knowing God, he's going to pick someone else and use them. And then we're going to look at them and go, wow, they are so blessed. Look how God is using them. I wish God would use me. The last time he tried to get you to eat healthy and honor your body so you could be in that position, you just kept saying, no, I'm not gonna fuel my body correctly, Lord. I'm not gonna move my body so that when you call me to go serve in a third world country, I have the energy, stamina, endurance to do it. When you call me to be walking around my streets for miles every day, I'm going to be able to do it. But I said no to you all this time. All this time. And now you've called me to move and walk and move and impact my city. Not even a third world country, not to fly there to impact my city. I'm winded. I can't do it. I can't get there. And then we blame. So we have the excuse, right? No, God, not me. I'm not good enough. He already knows that. That's why He's calling you to do it. So He's going to test you to see if you will use His strength. Tap in to Jesus. Tap in to God. Tap in to that river. Tap in to that tree. Tap in to the root of strength that you have. Yes, you're not good enough. Shut up, enemy. I know that, but I am because I'm connected to the root that gives me strength. I have strength. I have strength through Christ who strengthens me. That means I have to be weak. I have to go, you know what? Working out is not my strong point. But God will work through my weakness. You know what? Food prepping isn't my strong point. It's definitely a weakness. But God will work through my weakness. Or we say, we can have that mindset. Yes, I am weak. So that means I am strong. Did Paul not say that? Where I am weak, Lord, you are strong. We are not called to be able to do it all. We need God, we need God, we need God. yeah, you might be weak when it comes to making a good schedule. let's involve God in your schedule. Yeah, you might be weak when it comes to saying no to humans. Let's use God to go. I'm going to be prayerful, and I'm not going to just say yes right away. I'm working on this, especially during this season, and my husband even yesterday, we had a bird fall down into um into our our, uh, basketball hoop. And it's a permanent basketball hoop. It has four feet of cement under it. It has screws that screw up the uh, empire state building, you know, and the bird was down there. There's like, uh, maybe, maybe a 10th of an inch opening. We, We tried everything trying to get this thing out. And my husband said to me, I need to go eat first. And so do you. So we have the energy to be out in this heat. And he goes, and I know you're not going to listen to me. You're just going to try to do this on your own. But I'm going inside to take a minute of rest before we go and work. I'm going to take a minute before I say yes to what people are asking me and pray to God, does this one have a priority for me? Am I able to give my best during this time to what this person is asking me? is this Lord like what you want for me? Or am I, just, am I just saying yes, because that's what I do. And my husband said that to me. Um, he said, I know if I go in, you're just going to do it anyway. You're just going to, to do it anyway. And that hit me. I was like, you know what? I don't wanna be, I don't, I don't wanna be known as that to God. I'm gonna tell her no, but she's gonna say yes and do it on her own anyway. I'm gonna tell her to wait and to listen and to lean into me, but she's just gonna do what she wants to do anyway. And he said that and I was like, man, I need to take time and pray even over those little things like a bird stuck in our basketball hoop. And guess what? I took the time and I rested. And I won't even give you a holy moment that I prayed. I didn't pray, it it happened at 9.30. We did not get that bird out until almost two o'clock. I did not start praying until one. (laughs) How often do we do that though? If you're in your health and your fitness journey right now and you're like, this has been decades, I'm just now praying now, he doesn't care. He didn't go, well, because you waited three hours, Heather, I'm gonna make you wait another three hours to feel guilty. No. I was like, you know what? I tried everything on my own. I might as well pray. Let's flip that switch. Let's pray first. Let's pray first. Let's not go. I'm going to eat healthy. Go, Lord. I'm coming to you today. And I'm going to come to you tomorrow. And I'm going to come to you Wednesday. And I'm going to come to you Thursday. And I'm going to start my day going, Lord, give me strength where I am weak. I am weak in my food choices. I am weak with giving time to myself to you. I am weak with working out. I am weak with treating my body with respect. I am weak with listening to this world. Tell me what to do. And my schedule controls me and I'm stressed out. And let's go, Lord, please get this bird out of this stupid basketball hoop before we melt out here. And I am no longer a married woman because of a bird it was like setting up ikea furniture y'all it was it was a lot but during that time my husband said you're just going to do it anyway and that was at the very beginning and that's when i should have been triggered to pray right i should have been triggered to do something different but he triggered me he triggered me and i was like oh my gosh I'm not just going to push through and fight through and try to do this on my own. That's the enemy. You can do all things. There's another part of that scripture through Christ. Didn't God say you could have anything in here? Yes. There's another part to that sentence. There's a comma. If the enemy is speaking something to you, remember and look for the comma in scripture because something's following it, that he's ignoring like my son, I slipped and fell in the pool. There's a comma after that because I was running and you told me not to. Look for the comma in your scripture to go, yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right, I did slip and fall. I did slip and fall in the pool, um, but it was because I was running. I'm sorry. Not looking for excuses to blame others, not looking for excuses to say you're not good enough. You are good. You are good. You were made. And God said, this is good. This is good. I love Romans. I love it. Romans 2.1 says, therefore, you have no excuse, O oh man, every one of you who judges. For in passing judgment on another, you condemn yourself because you, the judge, practice the very same things. And you know what? Stop passing judgment on yourself. That's not your job. That's not your job. That's not your job. Stop speaking so mean to yourself. God made you and he's offended. Stop it. Yeah, we are here right now and would we like to be better? Sure, but we're still good and we're still beautifully made and we still have time here because God's given us breath right now to change. He's given us the free will to go, I'm doing this for you, Lord, now going forward. Not not for anyone else, not for any more excuses, not for anything else. Moses was the king of this. Like, God, you gave me the wrong job. God, you gave me the word, long people. They won't listen to me. They won't do this. It's just like our kids, right? We're just making excuses and then blaming other things. We have no excuses. He knows them all. He knows we're not good enough. He knows the Lord is with you. That's not just me saying that. That's in scripture everywhere. Knock, knock. The door's right here, right here. God is in your room, in the screen, in your environment, at your job, in your distress, in your family issue, in your weight issue, in your diabetes issue. He is here right now. Let's knock on that door and slow down. Be patient. Your weight loss that we've been putting on, we're asking for generational sins and shames to be broken. That's not going to change in 12 weeks. It's just not going to happen. It needs time. It needs to develop. It needs time to become deep-rooted. And we're all Christians here, women. We're all, ladies, women. We're all Christians here. But sometimes the last thing we do is lean on God. Sometimes the last thing we do three hours in to figuring out how to get a bird out of a basketball hoop is pray let's start there. Let's start there. You're not an only. You are a child of the one true king. You are a daughter who is loved and cherished and called. The Lord is with you. Let us knock on that door and stop making excuses because in Judges, which is what I'm studying through right now, Judges 6, 12 through 17 is a great scripture the angel of the lord appeared and said to him the lord is with you o mighty man of valor an angel said this to someone directly and then gideon says back to the angel please sir please sir uh if the lord is with us then why has all this happened to us and where are all his wonderful deeds that our fathers recounted to us saying Did the Lord not bring us from Egypt? But now the Lord has forsaken us and given us into the land of Midian. An angel comes to you. The Lord speaks to you. The Lord is talking to you right now in your spirit. I don't know what it sounds like to you, but he is speaking to you right now. The Lord is with you. Stop being like Gideon and pointing back and go, well, then why am I here? If the Lord is with me, then why am I here right now? I should be 30 pounds lighter and running my marathon. My kids should be listening. I shouldn't have an issue with food prep. Then why has God forsaken me? God has forsaken me. He's not here anymore. I don't see him anywhere. You don't see him because you're not knocking. You don't see him because you're looking on the negative. You don't see him because you're focused on what you can't do, not what he can do. You don't see him because you're not looking at the wonderful deeds, you're looking at the awful. You're looking at the mishaps. You're looking at the mistakes. You're looking that you're stuck in Midian. In Midian is in the middle. It's in the middle. We're in the middle. We're not at heaven yet. Earth is our middle. Earth is our middle. We're in the middle. Go in. Stop. Thinking you're the weakest, the worst, not capable, unable, not called, not beautiful, not loved. You are. You are. God will be with you and you win. You win in the end, even if it's not a win to you in your mind because it's not about you, it's about Him, it's about everybody else. But your actions impact others. So, I'm just going to end us here. There are excuses we all have, many. And then we take our excuses and we blame others and we take no self responsibility. We just go, I'm not good enough. And it's because of all this bad food my husband keeps eating and he doesn't want to eat healthy. It's because my kids are picky. It's because I don't own any workout equipment, I don't own a gym membership. Um, It's because I'm not a morning person. It's because I'm not an evening person. It's because I'm not an afternoon person. It's because I've, my parents never showed me how to eat right. It's because my mom didn't work out. It's because my family, diabetes runs in my family and I'm just destined for it. No, you're not. No, you're not. No, you're not. Stop making excuses and blaming others. Let's go. I'm not strong enough. God told me. I am strong enough through him. I'm going to involve him in this. I'm going to work him in this. And I'm not going to point any fingers anymore. I'm going to look at the three pointing back at me. What can I do today? What can I do with God by my side knocking to get a little better today, to work more towards his will for my life, even above what I want for my life? Because he wants immeasurably more for you than you can even imagine. So if you're on that journey and you go, you know what? I don't need a worldly coach, but I need someone who's working under the spirit, who's working under scripture to help me on my journey. I've got you. That's what the Methodized Mom is for. Okay. Hey, Tiffany. Hey, Robin. Hey, Rebecca. Um, hey, Beth. That's what the program is for. It's not going to transform you because of me. It's not, you're not going to get motivated because of me. Does that accountability help? Absolutely. Yeah, having accountability does help. Having a group of women going through this together does help. You will be transformed through the word of the spirit, through how we attack things, not in a worldly way, in a spiritual way. How we change up how you think about your body, about your life, about your fitness, about your family. That's what we're gonna transform. And it's gonna be sustainable. That every hard time that comes, you don't go, this stinks. Yet another mountain I have to climb up. You go, yes, another opportunity for growth. Another opportunity for growth. Oh, another war. This is gonna strengthen me somewhere. This is gonna. This something's gonna come out of this. Beth, great question. How do you join your group? If you want to talk about if the Methodized Mom is right for you, um, you can comment below Methodized or Excuses. Maybe we'll do Excuses. You can comment Excuses below. I'll message you and we'll set up a time to chat and go, hey, is this program right for you right now? Sometimes it's not, and that's okay. There are other things that I can guide you to, Um, but sometimes it is, and that's great. Let's work together and do that, Um, and we can talk about it. So if you want to talk about working with the coach, working not in worldly ways, with evidence of science, but with the proof of Jesus and Christ, we can partner together. You can comment excuses. I'll message you. Um, have an awesome day. I know that this live was um, longer, lady. I apologize. ladies. I apologize, but it's been a few weeks. So uh, we were due for it. I hope that the spirit spoke to you. And I just want to remind you what he did through this in three minutes of prayer, being a little bit behind. What can he do with three minutes of your prayer? Of you giving three minutes back to him. I'm encouraging all of you to give at least three minutes to God today and go, you know what? I I need to give something back because I'm not going to start something without involving him first. I love you ladies. I see all the excuses coming through. I, (laughs) that even sounds bad. I see the comments coming through. I'll make sure to message you. I do have a call um, in five minutes with a client, but I will start messaging out and we will set up some time to chat and see if this is a good fit or next step for you. And we will go from there, pray on it first. And that way we can chat about it and know that it's not us making the decision It is him. We were just getting to say yes. Love you, ladies. Have an awesome rest of your day. And I will talk to you soon. Happy Monday. Bye now.